Florida's capital city. This is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Jeff Cameron, show 93.3, Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Good to be with you. Pirates lead the Phillies. I know you guys are concerned. 2 nothing. Giving it to uh, Matthews Phillies today. Director Matthew, Phillies don't want any of this. 2 to nothing. <laughs> Jumped out to the early lead. So our mutual friend Corey uh, texted during the break. Um, he wasn't happy about the twenty to three stuff, and I explained to him twenty eight to three. Twenty eight to three. Yeah. yeah, it was a much bigger lead that they. Did I say blew. twenty. Not, I, thought, yeah, I just not, said eight really fast. Yeah, I think no, it wasn't twenty three. But I told him that uh, Timmy just kept on doubling down, and so we had to respond. We had to let him know. And he, and then he said a couple things about Giselle, and he said but I would he, take he, Sally Field over Giselle right today, right now today right now. He's not wrong. He's usually wrong, but he is not wrong about this. Philly's just tied it up. How's that for karma? Unreal. I bring this up. Do it for Giselle, Phillies. Two-run dong. Right after I brought up a pursuit of nothing, Pirates. Dong. I made the mistake of downloading the new Ed Bad app and not turning off notifications. And oh. one hour later, I about threw my phone. You're like, I'm done with this. That is the well, you worst hate, app you when hate, it comes to frequent notifications. Yeah, you hate notifications anyhow, of any kind. I do. It could be like your house is burning. You're like, God, why are you bothering me with this? Well, when it's 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 like sneezes. One mm. is acceptable, but then two yeah, and three and it, four, two, yeah. you're ready to punch something. That's the thing with the phones. Like, Even though uh-huh. you know like, it's okay. illogical, like I know, like you guys laugh at my annoyance factor when it comes to sneezes. So yeah. the second somebody sneezes, I'm like, hey man, can we get it together over there? That's like, another I, thing I, you and Corey agree on. Oh, I agree. Are you getting sick over what, there? What, what are you doing here? Get your immune system together. What are you, a child? I get yeah, it's, it happens all the time with me. You go, come on, gang, let's get it together. My, my dad gets mad at me because he'll sneeze, and I go, Jesus, are you dying? What's going on over there? He's like, I just sneezed. That's verbatim, and, yeah, that, <laughs> and that's his exact response. He's like incredulous. Yeah, he's still surprised by it, which yeah. I love. Yeah, because it'll After happen all these years. Happy hour, CP. The show's over. Yeah, enjoying a Guinness. Yeah, he'll sneeze. What, what son? I just sneezed. Yeah, get it together. We're I'm in sorry, enclosed, I offended you. We're in an enclosed environment here. We all want to live, Dad. We'd all like to live. Can you get it together? I can't help your old and sneezing away over here. Take it outside. And that's usually when he looks at me. Is you believe this? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. So you should. Too. You never bore witness to one of the great arguments of all time. And had you, you would be affected by it to this day. The way my buddy Matt Britton is, he watched my father and I screaming at one another before he understood the relationship. We were screaming at each other about football one night. It was in a football opinion that we were arguing about. And he wouldn't, despite overwhelming evidence that I gave him, he would not come off his point because pride was kicking in. And he couldn't be wrong. And I gave him overwhelming evidence, statistical data to tell him he was wrong. And he would not come off whatever asinine opinion he had. And we were arguing about it. And Matt Britton thought, am I going to witness a father-son brawl? 
And of course, we would never. I'm very, very close to my father, and it, we love each other dearly, but we can communicate that way and then forgive it. It's like two seconds yeah, later, yeah. I'll walk up to if you. You want a beer, Dad? You need anything? Like, that's, that's kind of how we are. So I understood that better after the Oklahoma State trip because <laughs> your dad, when it came All to he wanted to leave. the transportation to the event, well, no, to and fro, both to and fro, and this is when I knew. I so, was cooking on the grill before we left to go to the right. Florida State Oklahoma State game. I couldn't have been at fault for anything there. Yeah, to, no, not not with you. It wasn't right. at you. Yeah, it was just about hey. So how do we get to the event? Like, so there's a van service. Yeah, there remember was a van we walked service. to this bar yeah, and then great. the bar. Yeah, it was awesome. And he was basically Ben Stiller in in Happy Gilmore when Grandma's on the phone and he bashes on the window. Yeah, and he shows her the watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what he did on the window, almost I know. identically. I know. And when I knew that this was just a function of his normal Wait, routine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christy looked at me and goes, "Oh, ignore him. Get a cab if you want to go." Yeah. If and you're she so yelled con- at, yeah, if you're so concerned about it, leave, <laughs> leave. Get a cab. I've done it countless times because he's the guy in the commercial, the progressive commercials, right? Like where you right. become your parents, right? So he's the guy worried about time. If you've got a, fl- I'll, I'll give you something right now. We flew to Seattle from Atlanta. Okay, just last week right and then i made my way to montana anyhow the point is you know nowadays it's ridiculous uh you got to get to the you got to get to the airport two hours in advance because of security because right, of the, right. the, the check. In case security takes that long. yes That's it's, what it's, abs- for. it's nonsense but anyhow so my dad would be the type that would want to get there three hours early just to be on the safe side no man I'm not getting to the airport for a 6 o'clock flight at 3 p.m. I'm not. The airport sucks. The airport sucks. Unless and I don't you're willing to th- buy me a $15 beer. Right. Uh, or Lots three of them. them. Lots yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. The airport, and I don't care if you're the best airport in the world. I've been to lots of great airports. They're still the airport. It's like being at a great mall. It's still a mall. Even the Sky I'm still Lounge. at the mall. Even the Sky Lounge, yeah. which has free beverages. It's not you know? like we don't need to be here. Those seats are not comfortable. And everything about the airport sucks. People everywhere, they largely suck. That's a problem. Nobody's considerate of one another. It's, by almost definition, everybody's kind of on edge anyhow because you're about to go in this metal tube across the country. It always seems a little shaky. Even though you know the statistics tell you that it's safer than driving, you in the back of your head still say, "I'm not in control. Right. I'm up in the air. I still, if anything goes wrong here, we're dead." I'm sure I'm not the only one who looks at the bolts when they walk in to the plane. Like they look above the plane and the opening of the door, and you're like, "All right, those bolts are those secure." Oh, I look at every Does aspect. That look like yeah. flat to you. <laughs> like like protruding? you ha- like you're an expert in flight. Right. Like, yeah. This seems a little off. That Can might we create some check drag. This? What a chain reaction this is going to cause. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because I hate it. I hate that. And he always is like, well, I mean, I th- we should get going. We should get going. Florida State games. We should get going. Dad, they kick off at 7. It's noon. What, what do you want to do? Well, we should get over there. We, you know, parking can be difficult. You might, we should get over there. Now, in his defense, on the other side of the <laughs> what day. What are we doing? On the other side of the day, that's the story, the, the oft-told one. With uh, We're at the Oklahoma State Bar, which those fans were less than friendly. My God. Yeah, they're pissed off. Think about yeah. it. They root for Oklahoma State. Yep, yep. That's just perennially who yeah, they are. That's just what they are. Yeah. They, they see another team travel to their part of the country and Mike walk away Gundy happy. Is their coach. You're right. like, okay. Yeah. All right. And we were there after the game, and he said, all right, it's time to go. And he said, Dad, come on, hang on, hang around for one more. Okay. We weren't and, driving, so it correct. wasn't like we were being irresponsible and correct. he was trying to 
cut it off at the pass and say we should get going. It was None more of difficult. Us are driving. It was more difficult for you because you were in Dallas, I think, because mm-hmm. we were in Fort Worth, or well, I mean, we were in Arlington. We're right next to the. You were right. Our place you were was next close, to, but sir. you guys had to, had had to go somewhere. We had an extra twenty minutes, exit, thirty minutes, whatever. whatever. It was. Yeah. And uh, so he waited for the extra, and he was patient. I had to give him credit. I think he was tired. And he walked up and he said, okay, son, now it's time. <laughs> and I ordered Let's another go. beer. And he said, come on, Dad. I got three more. And he goes, well, damn it, Jeff. <laughs> and, he, and he just completely flipped. <laughs> he completely flipped from, all right, son. I had already ordered them. All right, son. I had already ordered and, them. Well, and I knew. I knew what was about to happen. Yeah. So it was kind of look over the top of my glasses, but yeah, I don't want to like, make eye contact yeah, yeah, with yeah. anybody. Yeah. And you he didn't. walked off. He stormed off for about three, four minutes. He got it together, though. He did. Oh, and he's the last person on earth that should be mad at me about having uh, one more round with the with the fellas after a football game. Especially, again, none of us are driving. We're being completely responsible. So we can have another beer here, Dad. We came all the way to Dallas-Fort Worth for this game at Jerry's World. I mean, if we, God forbid, we stay at 11 p.m. So it was the, <laughs> that's, that's kind of my response. Which frustrated him. Is he coming for the spring game? I don't think so. He's not a big spring game guy. I think he might miss the Duquesne game as well. Oh, no. We'll see him in NOLA then. We'll see him in NOLA. He's like, yeah, I'll see you in NOLA. Well, I'll see you in the first real game. We were doing some uh, spitballing on ideas for that weekend, and um, sports gambling is legal now in New Orleans. Yes, it is. You've got the app. So we're either either going to post up, I think, as, uh, as a group. Either at the sportsbook proper because there is a counter now at the Harris, so you could you could place wagers at the counter at the Harris New Orleans now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or yes, we you can do that if Tom. it's not refined enough because it's brand new. They're brand new to the sports gambling game in New Orleans. Then we're just going to find an awesome bar and then gamble on our phones. You yeah. know how fun that's going to be. Oh, that's Saturday. It's going to be awesome. Forget about it. Oh, we're going to have so much fun. That's the where are we at, everybody? Where are we at? You guys think we're going to win that game? Normally, I come in here, give you my opinion, lay it out, say a little something, something about it. Where are we at? You guys think we're going to win that game? I don't. I don't think we're going to win that game. What's your uh, confidence level? One to ten. <laughs> he asks in March. Uh, well, I mean, five is a is a coin flip game, so it's not confidence level that we're going to lose. It's just five is so a coin five flip. is a coin flip game. Yep, four. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, the way you said that, it sounded like a two. No, four. So that's good. Four. They're in transition, you know. Hell, we hung around with Brian Kelly's Notre Dame last year. Yeah. That's that was easy. a better team than this LSU team's going to be. I got LSU winning that game. I don't know. I'm curious where you guys are at with this. If you want to weigh in on the chat, you can. Um, Timmy believes. Timmy there believes. Rise up. <laughs> uh, well, I hey, listen. I sure want to be wrong. I hope that uh, obviously – no jokes. What it would mean oh, is man. an awful lot. 2-0 and into a bye week In, with a Friday night game yes. against Lu- uh, Louisville? Yes, yes it would sir. be huge for morale, confidence, the community. I mean, everything. We, the you know world. How, do you know how do- downtrodden we are? The I think stock sometimes. market, gas prices, you name it. Damn, Timmy doesn't just think we're going to win. He's got a boat racing. Woo, Timmy, you better right. get in on that early action out there in Vegas, baby. If you're that kind of emboldened, you're taking the over on that t- win total when it comes out. That, and you're going to take us on the money line big. Oh, yeah. Straight money line, baby. Uh, you could tease it down to Florida State minus 6.5 and, and get a huge payday. Woo! 
can't wait. I like just the gamble and talk. But I would tell you that, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm not even kidding when I talk about how we've gotten a little too used to losing. And it, and it happens. You, you watch it happen. I mean, you think, hey, listen, you know who's used to losing? Nebraska. Every year. And I'm sure somewhere along the way, the outrage turned into apathy, turned into it's just, that's just what we do. It's just the norm. And I don't like getting comfortable with all that. Now, I'm not on the field, and I'm not charged with winning. I'm not coaching them up. But just in terms of passion and love of school and all of that, man, I don't like how comfortable we are. It beats the hell out of getting overly emotional about everything. So I'm not saying that it has to manifest itself in screaming and kicking and pounding the table and all that because you're a grown-up. But I am saying, like, we just kind of talk about the fact that we're going to lose a bunch of games every year as a thing, as opposed to what? You know, we're, you know, I mean, that really is upsetting me. It's upsetting me talking about it right now. I'm getting angry talking about this. This is ridiculous. That we are just kind of like, yeah, well, you know, if we go eight and four, that'd be huge. Listen to that nonsense. It just sounds ridiculous. But it's attainable. You can do it. <laughs> but I'm saying that that is such a low bar. I get you got to walk before you can run, crawl before you can walk, however you want to say reverse it. Reverse limbo. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but golly, it is so aggravating to think that we're aspiring, hoping, dreaming of perhaps going eight and four. God almighty. How the hell do we solve for that future, buddy? Uh, it's it just, it's upsetting. Um, I, it, you know, again, it's where we find ourselves. History tells you that everybody's had to go through this. Every prestigious program, every great program, some with far more cachet than we have, have had to go through this. It, depending on the age of said school and the annals of football, they've likely not only gone through it, They've gone through it multiple times where they've had runs of a decade where they didn't perform well. I mean, Notre Dame, Alabama, all these teams have had long stretches where they were irrelevant. So we're not above that, and clearly we're going through it. It's just, Yeah, in the last 20 years, how many good seasons have we had? Five? At least, at least, you know. Six? One of those was an undefeated national championship right. season. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah but yeah. What I'm saying helps this offset. is also Florida State, for yeah. crying out loud. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, you had the lost decade at the end of Bobby's career where we were just wandering, meandering about in the wilderness, and then we make the change, and it takes Jimbo a little bit, but he gets it done. Then, obviously, unfortunately, his personal life falls off a cliff, and thus we're left adrift, rudderless, and, you know, he stops recruiting. We're screwed. We make a bad hire. Willie sucks it up. Then we decide to fire him and get out in front of it, which, okay, fine, but it's going to set you back in the immediate, which it did, and now here we are, and then COVID, and then, good God, are we ever going to win again? That's how you have this conversation. It is brutal. Now the money's not right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you can see how it sneaks up on programs, and then it's just like, oh, man, this is just who we are. Like Miami 22 years ago did not think they would be irrelevant for the last 21 years, and they have been irrelevant. They can't even win the conference. Not once. Still waiting. They only got to the championship game one time. One Can't win the conference, you can't get to the championship game. They got there one time, got blown the hell out. Think about that. They haven't even been close. 
Not even close. If you told a Miami, I do think about it. It helps me with my own problems. If you had told a Miami fan in ninety nine two thousand, you guys are gonna matter not at all for the better part of twenty years. You can't even win the damn conference. You're gonna join the ACC, and you won't even be able to win the sorry division of the ACC. You can't, can't not even win the All Canes Conference. Can't win sir. the division. What dystopian alternate universe are you That's from? what you're going to be. 20-year losers with a 70-yard practice indoor facility looking like a bunch of dumbasses. It's awesome. But they could have never guessed it. It's the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply welcome back to the jeff cameron show sponsored by the legendary team at hamilton home loans a mortgage company that is designed around speed simplicity and service Visit FSUHomeLoans.com. That's FSUHomeLoans.com. Radio folks just got to hear about our friends at Hamilton Home Loans. So I'll remind those that are watching the show about my friends Chad and Shannon, the legendary team at Hamilton Home Loans. It's a different kind of mortgage experience with uh, Chad and Shannon. And that's true if you mention, especially if you mention the Jeff Cameron Show. So make sure that you do. And uh, we love that they're on board with the program. You'll love what they can do for you with their cutting-edge technology. The aforementioned speed by which you can get a home loan and uh, and the the clarity that comes with speaking with the with the gentlemen at hand here, Chad and Shannon, legendary team, Hamilton Home Loans, eight four four FSU Loan. If you want to give them a call, it's eight four four FSU Loan, or you can look them up fsuhomeloans.com. That's fsuhomeloans.com. Don't look now, Matthew. That is three to two buckos. <laughs> Spring training baseball. I saw that you and Ira are uh, in the final round of negotiations for for a bet. A bet, yeah. Which team finishes with the worst record? Could be in baseball. Certainly amongst the teams that will finish with the worst record in baseball are the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Baltimore Orioles. So how do you win the bet if your team is worse? So I think I win the bet if my team is better. But I decided to kind of reverse the thing and say, if my team wins the bet, I'll get something for Ira, almost like a condolence. And if the Orioles win, have a better record than the Pirates, then he has to get me something. So I would get him something Pittsburgh-related, so he'd have to wear Pirates gear. And obviously, I would reciprocate. If the Orioles win, I would wear Orioles gear. 
Could you get him a Pittsburgh eye patch, like a Pirates eye patch? <laughs> I think that'd be phenomenal for one day of headlines or one segment. It could be a one segment, segment yeah, yeah, in honor of the Buccos having a better record than the Orioles, which I think they most assuredly will. What's the win total you're looking at here? I didn't have they released that yet. I don't think they did officially because of the the lockout. I don't know if they. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. just wondering in your own mind. Oh, they'll lose a hundred games easily. So they're trying they're, to win sixty two. Yeah, they're a terrible baseball team. The Pirates are terrible. Oh, Phillies just tied it up. I gotta stop mentioning the damn score. What are we doing? Um, every time I mention it, somebody hits a dong. Uh, so or I'm assuming it's a dong. I don't know. Uh, That's a good assumption. Yeah. Um, it was. Three to three. Come on. Contreras, get it together. Uh, so I don't know. I'm trying to think uh, what I – I was going to get him like a throwback because we both – both teams have – both franchises have elite uniforms, great uniforms. And so I wouldn't even mind, and I've got a soft spot. He doesn't know this, but I have a soft spot in my heart for the Orioles. Uh, it goes back. I used to go to Camden Yards all the time in the uh, in the nineties. I went to Camden Yards when they were good. He knows this, I think, by now. Probably, but he might forget. But on the regular, I was going obviously when Cal Ripken was there and Eddie Murray, Brady Anderson. I mean, that team was that was a loaded team. Um, well, especially with steroid-addled Brady Anderson. Loaded indeed. Yeah, loaded indeed. Um, but, yeah, they had a th- – that team got – that's the Jeffrey Mayer team that got screwed. You know I mean? that That's – they're going to the World Series, if not for uh, an ump just ignoring the rules of the game and allowing a kid to reach over the wall and steal a home run and uh, or, or create a home run that wasn't, and uh, the Yankees get the help they didn't need. Yes, that's really annoying. But I they're, the old O's caps are sweet, and I would wear those. Um, so – I'd be happy to don one of those. You're amongst the uh, group that now is collectively hated. That's okay. That's it's, all right. It's it's the you're part of the haves. I'd rather be hated than laughed at. Oh. The Mets have been laughed at, and they still will be anytime something well, goes wrong. I don't know. I mean, so Mets, Yankees, Dodgers, insane payrolls, just out of control, and. But we've got cool logos too. The old uh, Mister Met running Mr. around. Mister Met is solid. Yeah. You have the you have one thing you guys have that I like. Uh, is the spring training cap that is really superior. That cap is what you should wear all the time, and you ought to wear it every day because that cap is Yeah, i got to put it back in the rotation. It's a great cap. And since they are in spring training, you ought to think about it. The one this year kind of stinks. Well, uh, no, the one you know the one I'm talking oh, about. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. Uh, that's yeah. a sweet-ass cap right there. I like that one. Um, yeah, but that's all I got. Year in and year out. I got uh, an incredible ballpark that is routinely ranked 1 or 1B amongst the ballparks in baseball, and I agree with that assessment, having been to a lot of ballparks. And then um, and then our uniforms are great. Team sucks every year. <laughs> <laughs> we can't solve for the future on that one. No, we? we're going to do that next coming up. By the way, real quick, uh, I will get to uh, reiterate some of the talking points for FSU football, if only because, you know, look, I can't. I can't prattle on for too long. We did for 20 minutes in the first hour about Jarvis Brownlee transferring, but if you're tuning in late, he has entered his name into the transfer portal. Such is life. I'm not losing sleep over it. Uh, He was a physical corner. That's about the best thing you could say about him. He was a gamer in that way. Was not uniquely gifted as a man tasked with covering receivers, but he would come up and tackle you. Uh, And so I I give him credit for that. I mean, he, he, he was tough. He cared. I don't know what went wrong. I don't know how it went south, but clearly it did. He hasn't been at practice. 
He wouldn't have been able to play in this spring game. It seemed like we were reaching this conclusion inevitably anyhow. Um, the longer this went on, I mean, co- so you learn about the fact that he's out for a, a week, right? Yeah, he wouldn't have been able to play in the scrimmage this weekend. The scrimmage yeah, this weekend. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, not the spring game. Um, and so, you know, you learn of that and you're like, hmm, this doesn't sound like it's going to end well. Typically speaking, let's just say hypothetically, if a player is being disciplined, okay, coaches like to lay before them these opportunities, and they all say to them, in essence, look, I get it, you know, and I, this is a hypothetical. You're mad, you know, you, you, you say whatever you say, and maybe, maybe you did something that's uh, in violation of team rules or something like that, right? So... I'm not going to run you for that, but I am going to tell you, and by run you, I mean kick you off the team. I'm not going to do that, but but what I am going to say is uh, if you're serious about being uh, a good teammate, a leader, somebody we can trust and count on day-to-day around here, and you know how important that is as we build towards ultimately we, 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 you know, what we want to be, then you're going to have to do this, this, and this in order to come back and be given full status again and, and, and have that opportunity to lead. That's what they, they place. Everything is an opportunity, Tom. Not earn your way back on the team, but rather the opportunity to be back as a leader. In all aspects. In all aspects. So they'll, they'll throw that out there, and they'll basically say either you do or you don't. I mean, this, that's how you let me know that you care to be part of this greater thing, right? Something bigger than yourself. And the person either does or does not adhere to what those guidelines are. And if they don't, then it's, you know, that's the end of that. So hypothetically, maybe something like that happened and couldn't get it done. Had to take it on down the road. That would be a shame. It would be, be a darn shame. It's uh, not a shock, though. It's not a shock because that is a room that has had uh, a lot of ups and downs. It, it is also a room that has a lot of bodies to compete for that now job that's available. And I, I'm not overly concerned about the loss because I don't think he was um, going to be a, a cornerstone of our success this year. Right. I, I, I don't Viable think depth right. and a starter and a pinch. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah no, I, I don't like losing that, and I don't like losing guys that are physical and tough and passionate, and he was all of those things. But, again, I'm not going to talk about him like we just lost uh, you know, the best corner in the league or anything like that, and we've got plenty of candidates to replace what he provided. Jeff Cameron, show 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness, two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com. Jeff Cameron, 93 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Just want to lay back and chill. It's hard to get back to work with our bumper when you go that route. When you go that route, uh, let's uh, let's let's solve for the future. Let's solve the future with our friends from ISF, our partners from ISF. Great to have them on board. By the way, ISF conducted a full audit of the DEO Connect system. Responsible for processing unemployment and reemployment assistant claims, and that surge in usage of the site when COVID hit revealed system improvement areas, and that's where ISF came in. Using ISF's people, process, technology framework, they outlined recommendations to serve an immediate need and uh, also provide a long-term vision. 
help fix infrastructure. You get to transition to the cloud. You need, obviously, uh, technological upgrades. ISF helped with that, modernizing system components. Because you know, and I know, older technology does not always talk well to newer technology. That's a problem. So this makes old systems slower, harder to update. Updating system components allows for better use and user experience. That's what ISF did. With ISF's recommendations, DEO is prepared to face the future, and uh, you can do the same, folks. Go to ISF.com to learn more about what they provide. Obviously, you know from listening to this show that we've partnered with them. They do amazing things. You want to do amazing things. You have big visions and goals. ISF can help you do that as they navigate the unique challenges inherent in government operations. Solving for the future. Is there a corner on the roster that does that for you to replace Jarvis Brownlee? So to prove to you that I was listening to the case study, system improvement areas is a great phrase. I'm going to use it a lot more mm. because uh, linebacker, that, that's a system improvement area. We I would certainly say that found we've somebody. Yeah, we yep. we found our ISF in the way of Tatum Bethune. That's right. Yes. We were like, what are we going to do? Call ISF. What are we going to do? Get Tatum Bethune. I have detected, sir, a system improvement area, yeah. which means something's broken. We need to fix it. I think they've got numbers to throw at the problem at outside corner. I do, too. And I think the reason I say that is eventually, hopefully sooner than later, AZ-20, Zaria mm-hmm. Thomas, and or Sam McCall can take one of those jobs. But in the interim, if you have to rotate them with a Renardo Green or Demory Tate or Jerion Jones. Let's not forget how big time a recruit Demory Tate he was. was. Yeah. was and 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 really has been beset by injury so if he's healthy and you get the best version of him no i'm not saying he's gonna be great we don't know right but he's a, a good candidate to to rise up or greedy vance or oh, one sure. of the aforementioned I think greedy's the more immediate help yes one of the aforementioned guys can slide into the slot and free up kevin Knowles to play on the outside so you've got numbers to throw at the problem and you have a long-term solution so i think that's where that's where the answer is it's not one player I don't think that's the right answer, at least not yet. Now, by fall camp, that might change. Remember that change, the secondary changed during the course of last year. The second half of the season, they whittled down the number of players that they were utilizing, found guys that they could trust to be where they were supposed to be, and went to war. And that's also worth noting because you've got two players who played as true freshmen that flashed. Specifically, Knowles did more in the spring game than Amari did. Amari kind of came out of nowhere in the regular season. But we, we knock these guys a lot for a lack of development. But those are two case studies of people they circled, got into the program, and got better. Mm -hmm. Fast enough that they Mm -hmm. played as true freshmen last year. You don't want that to be the case, but they were able to climb over some veterans. So if you're looking for proof that Thomas or McCall can be good enough to play, it's not just about their talent. We've shown that we can develop guys quick enough that they'll be a part of the solution in the football season. That's a long way from now. I think right now it's it's Renardo Green, Greedy Vance, DeMori and some collection of the young kids just throw numbers at the problem. But maybe there'll be a, a finite answer, one person, later in the year. Nobody would mistake Greedy Vance for Deion Sanders or name your great corner here. But Greedy Vance has played a ton of college football in this conference. So, I mean, there's a guy who's, I mean, are you? I, I would argue Greedy Vance, at least in terms of coverage, is a better player than Jarvis Brownlee. Now, not nearly as physical. And not great against the run in the same capacity that Brownlee was. But I think in coverage, he's a better player. I don't know enough that uh, yet. I, I could see where he, if he could jam you 
and he can get his hands on you, that's good news. But he's at the mercy. I think the way he plays, at least through seeing five Referees. and and we'll see. He's handsy. Same thing with Jamie Robinson. Those two are going to be at the mercy of what kind of game is being called by the officials. I th- Listen, I, uh, this is not to disparage Brownlee when I say that Greedy Vance is better in coverage because I think Brownlee's better in some other, other areas than Greedy Vance is. I'm just saying that Florida State has three to four guys, that, like you're noting, that you could throw at the problem that I think are all probably better in coverage. He just wasn't good at it. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know. Greedy Vance has had a good day or two. I'm just not completely sold on saying, you know what, he oh, can lock down the other job no, no, and, and we're good. I'm, I don't know about that. I just don't, I, I'm not trying to overstate his value. Just be, I'm not, I'm, I'm being very careful to say, I just think he's a guy, another guy that, that you could plug in there and you're not going to see a precipitous drop off at the position. Like you won't be like, Oh my God. If Brownlee hadn't left, we would be avoiding this problem. It's not like that. So the guy who intrigues me the most out of this conversation is Reynardo. And, and again, if you're saying Cooper, everybody, no, we, we are, we're putting Cooper in, in a starter's role. In a so starter's like role Cooper, Omari, and Cooper is in one place. It's the other one. But I've, I've done a lot of looking at the trenches since the pads came on. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I haven't really got an assessment of, I haven't watched a bunch of Renardo Green, you know, drill for drill. One-on-ones, 11-on-11s. I'm usually focused on the trenches. So Me too. I, you, know, I, <laughs> you and I do the same I, thing. I know. Well, and, and I, I'm assuming I'll do a write-up for that as well again this week. But that's the one thing where I see Renardo is out there in some good situations where he's going to get exposure against good receivers and, and they'll know what they have. I just don't. You know, that would be somebody else on the staff who's watching those drills who has a better grasp of what's going on there. I think, by the way, Tom, as we segue away to the fact that tonight you're in luck, you don't have to uh, to, to be longing when you get home from practice. You'll be able to sit down and uh, take in some college basketball, baby. Here we go. Sweet 16. And if you go on YouTube, you'll see the College Sportsbook has made a couple of selections. And by college sportsbook, I mean me, uh, for some wagering tonight. Now, that'll be coming up here in the next segment. We can get some of those out there. But I'm excited to sit down and watch. This is actually a very sneaky good weekend for sports because mm. you've got playoff sneaky, chases sneaky. in both in the NBA and the NHL. You've got a match play event, which is really fun the earlier days. Like, you might get stuck in the last round yeah, with, yeah, you know, 36 on Sunday. Holes of, yeah, yeah. It's like, here's 36 holes of Billy Horschel and Alex Noren. No, no thank you. I'm good. No, yep, thank not you. Not going to watch it. But these first few days, lots of fun. And the tournament, all mixed together. That's good stuff. Gonzaga's going to boat, boat race Arkansas at 709 on CBS. I sound like I work for CBS. Yeah, that did. That was well done. On TBS, Villanova's going to boat race Michigan. Very funny. Well, TBS, sorry. Yeah, Very yeah. funny. On TBS, yes. Duke and Texas Tech is the game that we're all waiting on. That is rightfully noted as pretty close to a pick 'em. Duke, Texas Tech, a two and three. Let's go to war. And then on TBS late night, another great game. Really strongly suggest you watch both these games. If you don't watch the early ones, I understand. Most of us, certainly if you're listening to this show, you're going to watch. But that Houston Arizona game is going to be awesome. I love the late night slate. I got to. I may have to get home and take a little nap. Well, after I, practice, I, gotta, I mean, you're, you're going to get home at up. 7, 30, 8 o'clock. A little 20-minute snoozer. A little 20-minute lay my head down on the uh, recliner. All right. You need a snoozer doozer da- so you can lay da- your teaser pleaser da- down. Daddy's just gathering uh, some strength for the, uh, the late-night action. Hey, now. 
and I'm going to watch me some uh, Houston, Arizona, and Texas Tech Duke. I'm going to watch them all, but anyhow, that's uh, good times. You've also got Lightning Bruins tonight. Yeah, this is Sweet 16 time. We, we, we can't You be... would put the Sweet 16 yes, over a... Yes, oh, wow. yes, yes. Okay. Well, I mean, for now, look, the Lightning, we know where the Lightning are going. Straight to the playoffs. They're not going to have... I mean, obviously the Panthers are going to be the likely favorite, uh, at least... In our division. In yeah. our division. And uh, that, nothing changes about that. Not tonight. If they win 3 to nothing or lose 5-1, to one, doesn't matter. Now, I'd like them to win because they haven't been playing well. So I'd like them to buck up. Right. This but is, This is the learning time after yeah, all the trades. Yes. Well, that's what they said. They're getting people up to kids. speed, quote-unquote. Yeah. So that's a convenient out when you're 2-6 and six oh. of your last eight or whatever it yeah, is. 2-5 and, and 7. Yeah. yeah. So you just oh, well, you know, well, we're, we're getting the guys up to speed. But I, I have no reason to distrust them. They're back-to-back Stanley Cup champions, Tom. Well, they're forcing me to watch them closely tonight because mm-hmm. I've about had it. Oh, you're like, doing two fingers to my hey, eyes, two hey, fingers back to you? What are we doing, guys? What's with the hiccups? I say, Tom, trust in the back-to-back Stanley yeah, Cup well, champions to Might come be a little around. fatigue. That's what I'm worried about is fatigue uh, yeah. from all this winning we've done. Well, rest them up. They've had to play more games than everybody else. That's what happens when you're the last man standing in back-to-back years as Stanley Cup champions. Got to have the attitude of a greedy Vance. Uh, Put yourself over the top. It's the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. The Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the Warchant.com Multimedia Network. Check out Warchant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV. Yay! Tomorrow, Tom, the Pirates match up with your wife's favorite baseball team. Tell her they want none of this at 105 tomorrow. The Twins going to come get that whooping. Man, you talk about a team that's <laughs> going to have a rough go of it pitching. Yeah, but they're going to hit. They will. They, 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 yeah. That Twins team's kind of a – I like that Twins team. That's a good division to be mediocre in. Also, if you're talking about expanded playoffs, the Twins are a team that get helped out in that situation. I think they got a shot. Got to keep remembering that. What is it? Eight teams get in? Six teams? It's six, I think. And there's bye weeks? or um, 14? Well, no, I'm talking about each league. So I think it's like the old NFL now. Oh, yeah, yeah, where, where six get in and the top two division winners get to sit on their butts for a best of five? Yeah, I'll have to go back and uh, look at what they did there. I... I a couple things I do. I get that maybe for the health of the game, that's probably a good thing, but I, I don't love it. Um, you know, I I would uh, I would prefer it stay as it was, but that was never going to happen. And you know, more revenue, so that's what they were doing. Yeah, it is twelve total. If you were, um, if you're so inclined to want to know more about the ins and outs of that deal and your thoughts on uh, whether it was a good thing, whether or not the players or the owners won, or, what, or you know the long-term health of baseball, I would tell you, Tom, that um, Joe Sheehan was recently on um, Keith Law's podcast, and they went through it and did a very good job. So I'm just telling anybody who would like to hear that. Uh, it was pretty thorough, and I thought it was interesting because I think that fans typically, and I'm amongst them, um, think that there needs to be more revenue sharing so that teams that you know are in quote-unquote small markets so that they have a chance to compete. 
The opposite is true. There needs to be less because it, all that does is ensure that they're profitable without ever trying to win. So Robert Nutting, the aforementioned who I hope dies in a fiery car crash today, owner of the Pirates, uh, said tongue-in-cheek for all you literalists. Um, Hashtag, we hope you're okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah man, I, they, they're not incentivized to compete. They don't have to. No. I would, I would have a floor, uh, and I would raise it. I would say, yeah, you know what? If you're a deadbeat owner of a, of a baseball team, in, in, in order to ensure better competition, which, oh, by the way, the players would like more competition. Uh, they've said as much numerous times. Uh, then, then we're going we're gonna to basically ask that you not have a payroll of 50 or 40 or $30 million. We're going to make you spend... Seventy-five, eighty million dollars, so you can field a competitive team. When you're paying, when your entire payroll is less than that of singular players in some other markets, problematic. So that's just that's just me prattling on there. Well worth the listen. I got to give Keith Law and Joe Sheehan credit. Uh, if you would cue it up, Tom. It's time for how you say with the pitching uh, probables. <laughs> Brought to you by North Florida Payroll Services, locally owned for nearly 15 years, offering payroll and HR services, including full online applicant onboarding and integration into payroll. Save your company money and headaches today. Head to NorthFordaPayroll.com. Drew Rasmussen, Bailey Ober. They're in the seventh inning. Bally Sports North. Al Hammond Stadium. <laughs> Yankees, Tigers, Clark Schmidt. Casey Mize, Phillies, Pirates, they still tied? Aaron Noah, Mitch Keller, you're lucky to be in the game facing the great Mitch Keller. Reds, Royals. What does Clark Schmidt do for a living? He's a plumber. Good answer. Always. Reds, Royals, Nick Lodolo and Daniel Lynch. Mariners, Guardians, Logan Gilbert, Cal Quantrill, Rangers, A's, John Gray, Sean Manaya, Giants, White Sox, Carlos Rodon, Reynaldo Lopez, Cubs, Angels, Justin Steele, Michael Lorenzen, Dodgers, Rockies, Tony Gonsolin, and Antonio Zinzatella. Zinzatella. Say it. I'm not in regular season form. D-backs, Brewers, Taylor Widener, and Brandon Woodruff. We got Red Sox, Orioles, Nick Pavetta, Bruce Zimmerman. Astros, Nats, Brandon Black, and Josiah Gray. Marlins, Mets, Pablo Lopez, Sean Reed Foley. Oh, okay. Saturday Night Live character. The hyphen. Braves, Blue Jays, Dylan Lee, and Kevin Gosman. And that is a look at those that shall reside on the bump. Woo! I miss the De La Rosas. I also miss... De La Rosa. Armando Reynoso. What a name that was. Mm. Are all the De La Rosas gone? Because there was like 15 at one time. At least three. <laughs> I think it was just two. I think there were three. It was Jorge and Ruby. I think it was Ruby with two Bs. You forgot about Kyle De La Rosa. Rosa. Kyle De La Rosa! So for years I told my kids that I had been previously married and that I had a kid that would be their brother that they've never met. And I would say it with a straight face. My wife would get so pissed. And I, I always told um, Clark and Bryce that they had a brother that he lived in Wisconsin. And, I mean, I kept this ruse going forever. And they're like, are we ever going to meet our brother? And I was like, 
No. And his name was Felipe. I told him his name was Felipe. And so years went by, and Clark one day said, Dad, why, why did you name me Clark and my brother Bryce, but your first son Felipe? Like, why did you do that? And I was just like, well, I've always loved the name. And then I said, I, by the way, I spoke to Felipe last week. He's doing well. And, uh, and Clark was just like almost in tears because he didn't know how to, you know, what to say. And I'm like, he's doing all right. His mother is a little weird. I don't want her, you know, around or anything like that. But I send him letters. I hope she gives them to him. That was the whole thing. He's almost in tears? Is that when you finally... Oh, no. I, talk, I talk, Christy no? told me I had to. Eventually. Yeah. She was, so, she was mad with me. If he's going to cry that he can't meet his brother, yeah. I mean... Felipe. His brother Felipe in yeah, Wisconsin. Right. Yeah. 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 Probably need to... I'm like, I, one time I went so far as to like put pen to paper of writing Felipe, and I set it up on the kitchen table so that like they'd have to see me writing. And Clark was like, what are you writing? I was like, a letter to Felipe. I miss him. I like, by the way, <laughs> boy, this went from hilarious to cruel pretty fast. It was awesome, but they uh, Bryce eventually was like, "You're an idiot, Dad. You you don't have a son named Felipe in Wisconsin." I was like, "There you go, kid." <laughs> so the big reveal was, "There you go, son." Yeah, there you go. You finally You're using up. your brain. Yeah, yeah. It took a little while. You like Duke tonight? Basketball. <laughs> I believe that's 90-year-old Coach K. Yeah, you know, he's faint. He's yeah. fading fast. Yeah. More hair color. Please, more. Yeah. Always. Where's my manscape? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they come on board as a sponsor, we'll have him doing the manscape commercials, which will hey, guarantee fellas. we can't sell a single one of them. Listen, son, here's what you need. I will take tomorrow North Carolina getting two and a half against UCLA. Two units. Two units, everybody. No, please, shut up. I'll Shut up. I'm talking. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> give me Arkansas. I jumped on, oh, excuse me, give me Gonzaga. I jumped on Gonzaga at eight over Arkansas. It's now nine and a half, so I was on the right thing. I jumped on them. They screwed that spread up. Gonzaga's going to boat race Arkansas. Okay. Run them out the gym. Ooh, heard it here first. That's right. Boat racing. Good work out of you, sir. Good work, Matthew. Thanks for uh, watching, listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe on Warshan TV. Be well, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Alivations Friday. 